We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Here we go. It's hour five of the G-Bag Nation. We are live at the Rangers Toy Drive at the Globe. We've had such an awesome day talking Rangers baseball with uh, John Gray and, and Chris Young and Matt Hicks. And now another voice and, and a face that all Rangers fans and sports fans in DFW will recognize. It's Emily Jones here with you. Hi. Hello. How you doing? I'm excellent. How are y'all? We're doing awesome. Good. I, I love this outfit here with, Thank the, you. with the starter jacket. And the Jordan ones that match. Thank you. That I'm, is pretty sweet. I'm trying to stay young. About to be 47, so okay. I, I'm uh, I'm doing my best. I beat you there, uh, so I know what it's like. Okay. I think you're doing better than me. Okay. Uh, so far, how you're holding up? But, Cosign. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. I, I, I appreciate that. Now, did you go? Did you go uh, thrift shopping? Uh, let me just tell you the story behind this jacket. Okay. You guys familiar with John Blake? Yes. Sir. So this is what's known as the John Blake apology jacket. Oh. Okay. So John and I have worked together for the last 20 years. Um, so there's a certain level of Johnness that you have to uh, to learn to handle, accept, deal with over the course of a 20-year working relationship with him. So last year at this time, maybe at this very event, um, I saw John, and the first thing he says to me was, Hey, Emily, I got your Christmas card. It was great, but you look kind of weird. <laughs> what? And, and so I'm like, thanks? Uh, not like, what? And he's like, I mean, no, I just, I'm like, just shut up. Like, it's fine. You're awkward. You said that I look weird on my Christmas card that I just sent to 300 people. You being one of them. Thank you for sharing that with me. And happy holidays to you. So. Uh, and go F yourself. And then yeah. Shortly thereafter, we begin the signings of Jacob deGrom and Andrew Heaney and Nathan Evaldi. And so at one of those uh, subsequent news conferences, he comes up to me and says, uh, when I get done with, you know, interviewing the players or whatever, he's like, ah, oh, so before you leave, I got, I got something for you. Just Merry Christmas and I, or whatever. <laughs> so I was like, okay. So it was like this box and I open it up and it's this jacket. And I'm like, sweet. I'm like, you can insult me anytime if it comes with a jacket afterward or something else. So yeah, yeah this is the John Blake apology jacket. It's a hell of a jacket. Thank it you. Is. Thank you. I hope he's. I hope he's got lots of those stacked up. Uh, yeah, li- listen, this is just one. I, I'm owed probably about 483 over the course of my 20-year <laughs> career. So well, he's just now starting to put a dent in this uh, in this thing. John's been great for us. Uh, I I do appreciate the line about the Johnness. That is hilarious. That's <laughs> amazing. It's a thing. I'll have to remember that. But it's he, he sets us up with these player interviews, and we do them all season long. All these guys are great. You've known all these guys throughout the years. How's this group stack up as far as dudes? So they're 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 all great. I mean, and they we, you always have bright spots throughout seasons, regardless of wins or lo- wins and losses. And when I got here in 2004, tail into 2004, things were not great. 
Um, stayed not great for a while. Then, you know, Wash gets here, start to turn things around. 10 and 11 were just magical. The chemistry in the clubhouse, the, you know, the dudes, the way everyone vibed. And it, it two was a different game. Like, it was a different, you know, guys still went out and, part, you know, not party party, but kind of party. You know, now it's like it's just a totally different game. I mean, guys are watching every single thing that they eat. They're tracking their sleep. And, and I think that there, it's just it's much more businesslike. I think now than it was when I first started covering this team and the sport. Um, but I will tell you, going on this playoff run with this group made me love them on a whole new level. Made me appreciate them, respect them, get to know their families more. Um, you know, after COVID, things were weird. We weren't able to be around for a while. So it, you kind of felt like, just, is this ever going to be the same for me? Like, you know, not like, woe is me, but it just like, you know, the game's changed. It, this gave me a whole new appreciation for, and it brought me back to like those those 2010 and 11 teams yes. where that it was like I, that I loved being around those guys so much. Um, and, and, their, and their families and the, the staff, everybody just being at the ballpark and going through that run and being there with them from September 24th when we left for Anaheim, um, you know, and then didn't come, you know, didn't, weren't home to stay until after we won the World Series. Uh, it, it, it brought us, everyone, I think, close to that whole team. And then those who are around the team, it, it, it did give you that appreciation to really fall in love with the character of the guys and their personalities and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I, that was a really long answer to your very short question. That you know, was good. And when, when I was fortunate enough to win a Super Bowl with Green Bay. Yeah. When was that moment, though, it hit you that you were part of a world championship team? That you, I mean, because I remember being with the confetti and all that. Yeah. And it, it really wasn't then. Yeah. And we flew back to Green Bay, and I was sitting at home, and I'm like, damn, we really did this. Yeah. I think it was the parade for me. Um, yes. You know, because, first of all, my family was able to be on the float with me, mm. which was so special to me that I've missed so much over the years uh, in my children's lives, um, you know, to, to do this job. And the Rangers have been wonderful about, you know, kind of customizing my schedule and making it work for me, and I'm so grateful for them. But still, no matter how much we try to customize things and they co accommodate me, I'm still missing things. And so for them to get to experience that and for them to be old enough, they're 12 and 10 now, um, for them to get to really appreciate, you know, that and love this team and love this organization and love this game, to me, that was it. it. It was the parade and seeing the hundreds of thousands of people that had waited so long and, um, you know, to have been along for the last, you know, 20 years was 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 really like, holy S, this yeah. really happened. And I, honestly, I didn't, I wouldn't let myself go there until Josh Spores threw his glove on the mound because I was so scarred, just like so yeah. many Rangers fans, where you're, you were scared to get excited no matter what the score was or how many games we were up in a series. I was terrified the entire time because I didn't want it to go away. I didn't want it to end badly. I wanted to have the happy ending, um, and we got it. So I think that was probably the moment for me. The great Emily Jones with us here in the G-Bag Nation. You have mastered, of course, the post-game interview and the sidestep away from the Gatorade shower. I imagine it's very difficult to avoid the champagne popping no. in the clubhouse. What, what were the clubhouse celebrations like? And I didn't want to. I didn't care a lick about what I, I mean, I look like a drowned rat. I didn't care, um, you know, ruined clothes, didn't care. 
Um, you know, and it was funny because it seemed like those escalated as the playoffs went on. And so it was like the first celebration, I kind of got a little bit. And yeah. then it was like, you know, the third or fourth, it's like, well, we haven't gotten her completely drenched yet. Let's go. Um, so, yeah, it was it was great. I mean, and those are just they're just such, you know, special, joyful moments to be a part of that don't happen very often. And to be able to have that privilege to be in that space is something I will never, ever, you know, take for granted. It's something that I will never, ever forget. And it's something that I will always, always appreciate. We're talking Rangers here with Emily Jones on uh, your home of the Rangers, 105.3 The Fan. Um, I mean, there were a couple of things that happened. I mean, specifically for you, not only healing the trauma of 2011, if that's what happened, at least partially healing it, for but sure. also you get the last laugh on Houston. How, how great did that feel? I mean, in, okay, so it's so funny. My broadcast partner, Dave Raymond, um, w the whole time was saying, let's go. Let's go through. Let's go. We want to go through Houston. I'm like, no, I don't, I don't want to go through Houston. I don't want to. And he's like, yes. This is what needs to happen. We need to go through Houston. And I'm like, well, I'm so glad you're so confident in this whole thing. You weren't here in 2011 yeah. to see us get our hearts completely taken out of our chest and stomped on the ground. Um, but I think, there, it, you know, it's much like, you know, when we advanced to the World Series in 2010 and Neftali Feliz struck out A-Rod. Like, that was so, there was so, so much, like, symmetry and, like, beautiful things that, that went into that. And, and I think the same could be said for... Houston. I mean, now in hindsight, you know, winning it the way we did, I'm like, yeah, that's what I wanted too. Exactly. Take down those mofos. <laughs> Hold it. But no, I was terrified and I didn't want it and I was scared and all that kind of stuff. But it is. There's something very, very poetic uh, about the way this entire postseason run played out. Was there anything better about this team from 2011? Or mm. um, like on the field wise? Yeah. I mean, as crazy as it sounds, like that offense in 2011 was stupid good. Yeah. But, I mean, it's hard to look past what this offense was able to do. Um, and, you know, and I, you know, obviously I loved Ron Washington and I loved his wash gut, um, as I always f fondly called it, um, when he would make these crazy-ass decisions. The we're like, gut. huh? <laughs> and then they would work and we're like, wow, he's brilliant. The wash gut strikes again. Um, but, like, just that, con you know, Wash, that was his first managerial job. Like for Bruce Bochy, like when you look in, when you look over at, to that bench and you see Bruce effing Bochy, you're yeah. like, yeah, I mean, I feel pretty confident about whatever he decides to do. And I think that that not only resonated like with, you know, the fan base, I think there was a level of, you know, not intimidation, but um, trepidation from opposing teams and opposing managers because they knew they were up against one of the greats that this game has ever seen. Uh, you definitely saw it in the players, the confidence that he instilled in them. Um, and so, you know, to watch a guy like that that has been through so much coming off of what he came off of, you know, three years on the couch and, and swoops back in and is able to do what he does, it's, it's, uh, it's a testament to the reputation that he brings and the, the credentials that he has as far as, as this game is concerned. You get the feeling this is just the start of something really, really fun. I mean, here. I think this uh, this window is definitely opening. I mean, you know, it's it's hard to repeat. It's hard to win, you know, multiple titles in you know a short span of time. Um, but when you look at the way that this roster is constructed, especially on the offensive end, and then the pitching. I mean, it's so much it has to do with health. Um, but if you can get some depth in that pitching staff, and you saw, I mean, the bullpen obviously was a question mark in the regular season. The bullpen came up huge in the playoffs. And you also, too, realize if you can get to the dance, which is what we did on the final day of the season, got to the dance, 
and then everything changes. The way you manage a bullpen, how you can maneuver things, it completely changes. And so when you have a guy like Bruce Bochy calling the shots and a guy like Mike Maddox calling the shots with him, yeah. uh, you're able to do so many more things. Um, and, and you're, you're, you know, that that weakness that or perceived weakness it was a weakness let's be real the bullpen was a weak a, a sore spot throughout the regular season but you know just get to the dance and 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 see see what you can do from there parade day was magical yeah but one of my favorite moments was Corey seager of course with the clap back on the astros but you and jared's reaction <laughs> was incredible what a mic drop from Corey Seager because you know being around him is oh out of character my for him. God. I texted I texted Maddie, his wife, and I was like, where on earth did that come from? She's like, oh, my God, I had no idea. I was like, that, 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 that right there, that's my favorite version of Corey Seager. <laughs> well, that, too, and when he got super fired up against yes. yeah. the Astros. Was it the Astros or was it the Diamondbacks? The, double play. It, the game one no, home run. No, 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 home run. The D-backs, yeah. 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 That, like, and he had one in Houston too, where he showed some. Emotion. He did, yeah. and I think I told her, like, Game I was seven. like, emotional Corey is my favorite Corey. Like, just so you know, and she was like, and, but when he did that, I was like, where did that come from? She's like, I had no idea he was doing that. I was like, that was effing brilliant. Like, loved it. And then the, there was a, a, a video of Jared, yeah. and you could see him high fiving yeah. someone. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't in the video, but I was on the other end of it, <laughs> and I was just as fired up. I mean, it's just because it's so unexpected, and it's like. When you get that from same thing with Marcus in the regular season mm-hmm. and the shh, I mean, the, when you get stuff like that from guys like that, it it, it goes a lot. For, like we love Adolis, and I love the flair he plays with. I love the passion that he plays with. Give me that all day, every day. Uh, we expect that from Adolis, but when you get it from an unexpected source like that, it goes so hard in that clubhouse it goes so hard in that dugout it goes so hard throughout that fan base and it's not calculated it's not they're not trying to do it that's just they're just letting that out and when you see peaks of that and and I think some of that is a byproduct of playing with a guy like Adolis Garcia um, that that they're not going to do that every time they hit a home run they're not going to do that all the time but I think that it kind of gives them a little bit of a license to like yeah I want you know I I like because they all love Adolis they all love the way he plays they love the flair he shows. And so maybe not do it all the time, but definitely they feel comfortable letting it out every once in a while. When somebody walks up to you and says, it's hot outside, do you, what <laughs> oh, do you say to boy. them? Do you I ever mean, say, no, you don't know I, what damn don't. hot is. I mean, because I, I had two babies in the old ballpark. Yeah. In that kiln that I basically, mm. I, was like, I, I basically felt like I was turning into, you know, some sort of clay project. Yeah, I had two babies out there. I mean, I was pregnant in 2011. The, the summer we had 40 plus days straight of yeah. 100 degrees plus, and I was working. Um, same thing in 2013 when I had my daughter. She was born a little earlier in June. But yeah, I continued working right up until right before my right before I had each of them um, in the you know in the the Texas summer heat, and it people. was miserable. That's why people are saying well, the yeah. old ballpark was wonderful. I'm like, yeah. when's the last time you went to a yeah. two o'clock first pitch on a Sunday afternoon in August? Like, yeah. get go ahead and yeah. then sit through the whole thing and then get back to me. See, that's what and I was, let me know. That's I what I was once. thinking with you. I yeah. was thinking every time I saw you, I go, that is the toughest person I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. Because I'm not going outside. And it's, she's standing there telling me why the Rangers are going to play well today. I mean, and it, well, it was, yeah, it was something. I mean, I remember one time I got an IV before a game because I passed out. Sure. And Darren Oliver, I'll never forget, he, my husband or friends, and 
He was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm going to be fine. And so I went back and I got an IV because I passed out. They were like, you can either drink liquids for an hour. I'm like, no, just give me an IV. And Taryn's like, this is ridiculous. I am calling your husband. I'm calling Mike. I'm calling Mike. And I'm like, call him. Like, he's not the boss of me. Like, I can do whatever (laughs) I want to do. I'm the boss of my own self. Thank you very much. So, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, I I, I swear I sell like this, this ballpark added like five years to my career and maybe 10 to my life. Yeah. Right on. Are you going to be uh, Are you going to be putting your name in the hat for a little championship ring action? Is there any? I mean, I don't really feel like you can put your ring in the hat. I mean, I, I mean, I think I get. One. I think so. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. I, I get the I big guess. one. If they, if they offered the ladies' ring, which they did. Uh, no. For no, that's what I'm saying. The no. ladies. The ladies. Angie, in gr- for the record, no ladies' ring for me. No, no ladies' ring. There Come you on. go. The ladies in Green Bay. They all said. They said well, we can have ladies' rings, and they go no. 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 It was the, the big ring. ring. And they all no. took the big no, ring. That's no, a ladies' ring. Yeah. There Come you go. Now. Or a pendant. No. Yeah. That's another one. The pendant. The real deal. Come on now. What TV channel do you think you'll be on next year? Um. Ooh, that's a great question. I have no idea. What a mess. Yeah. Bit of a mess. Yeah. Kind of hoping for Just be on something, please. Yeah. Please be on something. Yeah. I mean, let's hope, right? I mean, it's been, it's such a, and it's, you know what, it's more than anything, it's sad. Yeah. It is. Like, uh, you know, some, uh, somebody, a couple people, not very many people made a really bad decision a, a, a lot of years ago. And, now there's a bunch of people that are having to pay for it and that and a bunch of really good people that I've worked with for a really long time and it makes me it makes me sad um and I'm not saying obviously that wasn't intentional um you know and it's it's you know part of the the price of doing business I guess but it's but it sucks for sure it's a mess well, thank you, Emily. Thanks for having us out thanks here to this toy drive. Guys. It's been so fun. Yeah, thanks for being here. We appreciate you guys. Uh, and thanks for all the support um, this season and all the seasons and being our broadcast partner and um, and all the fun stuff. You got it. We okay. can't wait for next year. All right. Yeah, yes, let's ma'am. Do, let's run it back. We will see you in surprise. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Bye, you guys. Rangers Emily Hall of Jones. Famer, Emily Jones. Oh, no doubt it. about it. World yes. Series champion. Okay, Rangers Toy Drive here on 105.3 The Fan, and it's it's been such a fun day uh, reminiscing and talking about what happens next with this baseball team. Thanks again to Emily Jones for joining us. A little uh, football's finest coming up next, Chief. What do you have in store? Yeah, I think we got uh, some fun DAC conversation that needs to be had, and uh, what is Sean McDermott doing that's next? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Here in the nation. Welcome back. It is the GBAC Nation here on 105.3 The Fan, live at the Globe. Uh, Rangers toy drive is uh, concluding. Marcus Simeon was over there, John Gray, Mike Maddox, all kinds. of. Marcus is signing, signing autographs right now. And it's uh, become an annual tradition for us here on your home of the Rangers to be out here for their, their toy drive. It's amazing. And, uh, you know, when you come donate a toy, they give you a, a free ticket to an upcoming Rangers game. This segment of the GBAC Nation is brought to you by Soda. That's state-of-the-art, and it's brought to you by the Frankels. Life's unpredictable. Accidents happen. Franklin Frankel, the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks and DFW. If you or a loved one has been in an accident, contact Franklin Frankel for a free consultation. It's 214 or 817 Hit truckwreck.com. And here's Chief with an addition, football's finest. Man, uh, Todd Archer uh, just pumped out a great article earlier today uh, in ESPN that uh, speaks to the daily training sessions uh, of Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott. The village. Uh, yeah, it takes a village. It takes a village, as they say, and it's it's no different for Dak. He's got his mainstay gentleman with the Dallas Cowboys training staff, which is uh, best in the business. Uh, but a couple of years ago, right before uh, it was a couple of years ago when they were about to play Tampa in that opener in Tampa, and he was dealing with that like lat issue in training. We camp. didn't know what it was. Yeah, we couldn't figure it out. It was like we were talking to baseball people. Is it a pitcher injury? Right. What is it? Yeah, we didn't really know. Well, it was apparently uh, around that time that Dak decided he wanted to have his own personal. Uh, sort of strength and conditioning guy um and and he hired him on full time and this dude is pretty dang next level and since then him and Dak have been basically tied at the hip every single day off day or a work day a game day it does not matter uh and the the lengths that Dak is uh and is going to right now to keep his body in the the best condition possible the best health possible and in the article, you get quotes from Dak about guys like Tom Brady, guys like LeBron James, and how much they invest into their bodies to have as prolonged careers and high production throughout those years as possible. And it's just a really, really great article that goes into a ton of detail about all the different things that Dak is doing. And I can't, I can't imagine how he has time for anything. When yeah. you consider all just the just the football work that he has to do on the field and in the classroom, and then all the additional work that he's doing for his body that doesn't even that, that doesn't even uh, you know involve all the the team workout and lifting and all the strength and conditioning that they're doing with Harold Nash, who's the head strength and conditioning coach with the Cowboys. This is all his separate stuff. I, I don't know how he has enough hours in the day to do it, but it's really really cool to see all the specifics that they're going to to make sure that every single part of of his body is as healthy and flexible and limber as it, as it could possibly be. It's amazing, and it's why you have Ryan Schottenheimer and all the coaches that have been around him, and they say he's the hardest-working player I've been around. And people might roll their eyes to that, right, because you hear that about Dak, the, the leadership ability, the hard worker, but it's 100% true, the, the personal sacrifice. But it, it's working out for him right now. I mean, he's healthy, and he's playing the best football he has in his career. Yeah, yeah this is cool. I, I think maybe for the Dak doubters, it's not that, that cool because you might be looking at another 12 years from him. You know, but <laughs> It's going to prolong the career. I think what we're going to find is all this nutrition gets fine-tuned is everybody's familiar with how sugar can make bodies and joints get inflamed. 
well, all these different foods can have different impacts on you, and everybody's body is different. Mm. Uh, but if you really get in there and study it and food allergies and listen to your body, I think there's tremendous advantages that can be gained. I mean, once you hit, I, I feel like maybe 32 or 33, the body starts going to, to war trying to break you down and make you slow, make you explosive, make you tight, take away your flexibility and, and your balance. But I think we can do a much, much better job um, at, at extending those careers than we have up to this point, from what I've seen. Yes. I mean, it, it, Emily Jones was just talking about how in 2004 when she came into the league, it was a bunch of guys showing up, eating fast food, and drinking beer, you know. And now, you know, you, you see the game on a much higher level, and the, the stakes are much higher, the seriousness is much higher. And one of the common things is almost all of these guys are taking care of their sleep and their bodies on an unprecedented level. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the science has really, really gone to another level. And then when you get the firsthand experiments of a Brady or a LeBron, yeah. you're like, oh, my gosh, okay, the proof is in the pudding. Yeah. And yeah. not only is it working for those guys, but those would be two guys that you would look at and say, you don't probably need to do quite as much. You're freaking Tom Brady. You're freaking LeBron James. Uh, but even they are that dedicated to it. So if you are a run-of-the-mill player, you're like, by God, if LeBron's doing this, why yeah. wouldn't I be doing this to try and maximize myself? Dak is doing that. And just a level of detail. I mean, it's a great article. And every single day they have their objectives and their details on what they do. Um, and some of it's consistent across the board, basically, for, for seven days a week. And then other stuff is building to that game day. And even on game day, 12 hours before kickoff, he's doing things with his, his personal guy uh, to get his body ready for the game that day. And it's just it's very, very uh, detailed and dialed and specific. And it's all tailored around the, the needs of Dak and, and some of the stuff the issues that he's had with his body throughout the course of his career and making sure that those things stay strong and don't have any more issues. Uh, it's just really, really cool to see. We know Dak is super hard worker guy, leader guy, yeah. but this takes it to another level of just the dedication. Again, I don't know how he sees anyone in his life, leisure time, sleep. I don't know where he's getting it because he is constantly doing something to make sure he's bed. ready to rock. Yeah, it sleep is, number right? bed. It's got to be. Yeah, he's got to have something that just dings off uh, in his pocket. It's like he's hey, got to go talk to Luca about this. That's what we need. And maybe Luca's already starting to head down that path. But yeah, yeah, you know, uh, and and I guess what is Dak? Did Dak just turn thirty? Yeah. So it was probably twenty-eight years old when he was like, okay, yeah. let's let's get super serious here. It's about when it happened for Dirk too. Okay. So we got a couple more years on Luca, but maybe we can speed that up a little bit. Hey, it just has to happen. You know, if it doesn't happen, you're looking at being kind of done at 32, 33 and totally toast 34, 35. You know, it's, it's, it's worth another five or six years Dad of your career. was kind career. of a thick guy coming into this, uh, to this oh, yeah. NFL. He was. And now yeah. he's looking on, shredded now. On, on TV, you can't tell how lean he is. Yeah. I'll say that. No. You get up and close and personal, and you're like, dear God, is there yeah. any fat on this? Well, dude? yeah, we could notice yeah. it at training camp. It was nuts. And then I loved it when uh, you saw the NFL Films audio that came out on Inside the NFL, and he was talking trash to that Seattle DB when he runs out of bounds. And he's like, I'm big. Hmm. I'm big like that. <laughs> and it's true, man. You don't want to mess with him. <laughs> okay, so the uh, one of the main stories of the day in the NFL is coming out of Buffalo with their head coach, Sean McDermott. Not the guy in Jacksonville stealing $22 million? Okay, that, is, well, that is crazy. That's on the list. I do that. Ha I have that on the list. I had Sean McDermott higher on my football list than this Jaguars guy, but but we could start with no, the Jaguars no, guy no, because no, no. that's wanna... a very interesting one as well. I don't know how you do that. 
I honestly, well, I don't he, know how you get away it, with stealing twenty-two it, million dollars credit from, cards. That's what it was. So he used that to get the pickup truck and the house. I know things we did in Green Bay, but not still twenty two. Yeah, it was a nine hundred fifty thousand dollar watch that he bought for himself. Ninety five thousand. Ninety five thousand. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was almost a million freaking dollars. Was it, was it like the condo that he bought? Condo. Well, that's the thing. You like, can hide the condo. You're just tes- going home. The you Tesla know? and the pickup truck. You show truck? up around real money, and they see your watch. You're like, honey, I didn't even get that watch. What's this dude doing? Yeah. You know, you, you can't. It's like the Goodfellas. You can't show up with a new Cadillac and the mink coat. You got to go. Yeah. 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 Not especially after the heist. It's a hell of a reference. Right? Don't, don't spend the yeah. money. It's these, yeah. it's these dumb criminals, man. It's the, it's the pizza delivery uh, criminal from earlier. $22 you know, where, million dollars he stole. That's like, what if I'm saying. If you get away with getting your own apartment, stop it there. Like, that's already a huge win. I know. The, Over these, a course of how many he years? He keeps going. Five got years? to it. Five years, you think, Is it five Chief? years, Chief? In terms of how this, this, how long this how thing long went. was the uh, – Oh, because you got to milk Jackson, something like that. You can't just go guy. pull 22. Yeah. You got to pull like 100 grand at a time, This right? guy wasn't there when I was there. It was from 2019 uh, to the very start. They, they they started catching wind on this thing, and I think they fired him in February of this year. So <laughs> it, was a, it was a good three, <laughs> three four-year run that this dude – and it ended up being a total more than $22 million yeah. Yeah. he is accused of stealing from uh, from the Jaguars. How did he do it? Well, he basically exploited the organization's virtual credit card program, and he used that money to buy tons of different he things. Made dummy, he made dummy expenditures is what he did. Like oh. he made up, he made up uh, the, the things that you, you turn in, you know, to get oh, the your expense money. Reports. The expense reports. And I stuff needed this like. for the credit card exactly. side, guys. See, yeah. every, every organization has kind of a, a slush fund that if you need to go and do – you can you can make it work, and they'll take care of it. But man, this guy took it to a whole nother level. That is wild. Yeah, it says it was made clear on the charges. This individual was a, a former manager of financial planning and analysis who took advantage of his trusted position to covertly and intentionally commit significant fraudulent financial activity at the team's expense for personal benefit. So, um, yeah, th- this dude. I just I don't understand why they that they. I mean, you're obviously, to, to some extent, you're pretty brilliant to be able to pull something like this off for, for a number of years. But then the stupidity factor of being so brazen with it. Yeah. Like, you had, well, like, this. Agreed. Yeah, he bought, he never like seen a movie well, before. Yeah. He did, like, Bitcoin and stuff like that. He made investments with the money that he stole. Oh, to make himself more money. He had yeah. lost a bunch wow. and probably trying to make yeah. back up. Wow. He was gambling. He was, he was Bitcoining. He was buying watches. He was buying condos. There's something called near-miss syndrome, too, where if you almost get caught for something but you keep getting away with it, eventually you get more and more brazen. Like the to the rush. point that, like, okay, so it, it got its name because people in London, when the Germans would bomb, the first times they bombed, they were like, oh, crap, we're getting bombed. Well, after they woke up, like, the 20th time and nothing was wrong in their immediate vicinity, they just start continuing on their daily business while the bomb sirens were going on. Because mm. they had this like feeling of, I've gotten away with it, so that means I'm going to keep getting away with it. It's like, when your team loses, you're like, oh, they're bad. But when they win, you're like, they ain't never going to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I think maybe that, plus the greed, and maybe this guy, little gambling problem, little drug problem, you're taking that money and now feeding your habit with mm, it. Your, your vices with it. And there's like a, you know... It kind of becomes a money pit. It just is always hungry for more. Yeah, it says among other items, two vehicles, a condo, a designer watch, as you mentioned, like a hundred grand, and then also allegedly uh, purchase crypto and place bets 
on some gambling sites. So this yeah. dude was in super, super deep on this. He got popped. They got the, uh, the FBI involved, and then uh, he got bleep canned. Uh, but some say that hire was still not as bad as the Urban Meyer hire yeah. in Jacksonville. Probably you know, accurate. They're probably. I uh, went balls deep on crypto. I might have to start embellishing from Odyssey if they have any money. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And get me in charge Embellish. of the credit card company. You need like to it. holler at my guy Patel here, see if he can give you a little insights. <laughs> yeah. You know? Just on the early portions of it. You don't need to get to the brazen part, but just like the early stages. He'll end of, up being like Jordan Belfort, start talking to people for money. He's like going to classrooms. Just say, hey, yeah, I mean, what not to do? He's going to do a little white collar time, right? Yeah. And then. And then, boom, he'll probably, Dude, yeah, well, Andy, he'll be, he'll be doing like a how to steal a bunch of money speaker. TikTok thing, yep. you know, and it'll just go super viral with End it. End up being a movie or something. Celebrity crook. Okay, dude, uh, Sean McDermott, head coach of the Bills. Tyler Dunn has uh, a paywall article through Substack that you can, you know, you can go read. Not but paper. the screenshots are out there. He's detailing the nightmare that is Sean McDermott, head coach of the Bills, and just how problematic he is and has been despite how you know, good they've been. They haven't won the championship. They haven't met the full expectation over the last few years. But they've been a really, really good team, sort of in spite of the fact that it seems like everybody just can't stand this dude, Sean McDermott. And so there is, uh, there's a couple of stories. The first one is uh, the Niagara Falls speech. So this is centered around two separate speeches that he's given over the course of the last few years to his team that has left everybody just scratching their heads. The first one... Uh, they, they call it the Niagara Falls speech. In December of 21, locals will recall the news of a woman deliberately driving into the waterway that spills into the falls. She drifted down the Niagara River before her vehicle was lodged against a rock about 50 yards from the brink. McDermott studied up, pieced together a speech. The coach explained how members from the Coast Guard did everything they could to save the woman. He built up the drama. Players held on tight for an inspiring apex and nothing writes Tyler Dunn. He said the woman died. End of story. The complete absence of a point had some players biting their tongues, trying to uh, or trying their hardest not to laugh. And those in attendance will never forget training camp of 2019. The memory alone, writes Dunn, elicits a scattershot of emotions. One player's eyes widen into saucers, horrified. One almost falls over, clapping and laughing hysterically. One cuts the question off before it's asked, as if pleading the fifth, I ain't talking about that. Seven sources confirmed this story. They call this one the 9-11 speech. Okay, so you already have the Niagara Falls speech. Oh, no. That was, you know, very, very anticlimactic when it comes to, like, having a nice inspirational story there at the end, a happy ending, if you will. Shout out to Emily Jones. But <laughs> at, uh, at St. John Fisher College in Pittsburgh, New York, the 9-11 speech, McDermott's, uh, McDermott's morning address began innocently enough. He told the entire team they needed to come together. But then, sources on hand say, he used a strange model. The terrorists on September 11, 2001. He cited the hijackers as a group of people who were all able to get on the same page to orchestrate attacks to perfection. You don't want to do that. One by one, Wait. McDermott started asking specific players in the room questions. What tactics do you think they used to come together? A young player tried to methodically answer. What do you think their biggest obstacle was? A veteran answered TSA, which mercifully lightened the mood. This has gone super, super 
viral. McDermott had to come out and apologize for it. He said he had already apologized to the team because that 9-11 speech was back in 2019. Mm. So we're now a few years removed from this, but now it's, it's surfacing uh, because everybody in that organization, I guess, is fed up with him. And so everybody's willing to be a source for Tyler Dunn to talk about and illustrate just how ridiculous th- this dude is. But uh, yeah, he's 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 trending on everything right now for basically saying uh, that those terrorists were playing complimentary complimentary hijacking. Wow, if you will. Wow. Um, Unmet expectations and losing can really tear an organization apart. But I don't know. That's one take. Yeah. I, I think the other is is just how narratives can pick up about how a coach is great. You know, and and a lot of times it's because the the team's great. You know, the yes. players are great. He was right. with Andy Reid too. Why did he not learn anything? I don't know. You know, I, I just think his part is he doesn't have that head coach genese or whatever they call it. You know, no. well, he can't I mean, really tie the speech together with charisma. Yes. Maybe he's a good coach, but yes, but there's you know, no defending there's that. Head, yeah, right? no, but Sean no. McDermott has had a really good tenure in Buffalo. Someone and, said, and it's not until you start losing, you're struggling this year that now this is going to come out. Only Dan Campbell has the aura to pull off McDermott's <laughs> 9/11 speech. Yeah, I would say that's and, true. And uh, another person said, you know, some teams, you know, hit smack the banner that says "play like a champion today," but McDermott's is "play like a terrorist today." <laughs> oh, play! Oh my Jeez. goodness! Yeah, I suppose those are just a couple of the jokes. Thank you, Chief. Yes, very, very inappropriate. Appropriate what McDermott has mm. done, and, and uh, hopefully he is uh, duly punished for it. We are live at the Globe here, uh, Rangers Toy Drive. It's been an enchanted evening. Seen so many of the players, done so many high fives about, around the World Series, and I'm just more excited than ever to get out to surprise and start talking about spring training with you. We'll uh, cross talk with the Get Right, see what they have cooking for you next year. It's the G Back. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out of market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season. And long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Thank you very much, Lucius. This has been uh, an incredible day here at the Toy Dra- Drive at Globe Life Field with the Rangers. Got to talk with John Gray and his wife, Jacqueline. They were fantastic. Awesome. Hixie. Mike awesome. Maddox. Awesome. Mike Maddox was so cool. Man, Mike Maddox. And, and, yes, we got a lot of texts about the voice. Like, Mike Maddox yeah. just sounds like a badass. Like, is that Mike Maddox he or is, is it Matthew badass. McConaughey? Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Emily Jones was great, too. Emily Fantastic. is the yeah. best, no yeah. doubt. And uh, Brandon Hurtado. Really yes. just Really MVP? tied everything together. Yeah, I would say yep. he's the MVP. No doubt. Shout out to her Dotto Barbecue always. Well, the Rangers for the toys. The Rangers and for the toys. Fair enough. And, and then everybody that came for the, out yeah, to support for the win. The, yes. for the win. The, the, everybody the, the came the out to support the Rangers yeah. uh, with the toy drive. There were so many people out here. So many uh, toys that were delivered as well. So just an awesome, awesome event. I know it means a lot to the Rangers and of course to uh, John Gray and his wife Jacqueline who are putting this together. Let's go ahead and welcome in the fellas from the Get Right, Reginald Atatula and our fan phenom Blake Elliott. How the hell are you guys doing? Yo, doing pretty well, but I imagine not as well as you fellas. Uh, can I ask you a question here? Yeah, hell yeah. Um, last night we were obviously you know trying to push and make sure that people showed up for the toy drive, which obviously yeah. a big event with the Texas Rangers. A question that I had, like what what is the kind of the preeminent toy that you would think people would bring in? And so if you guys could help well, me out as you were out there, what, what what was kind of the most prevalent toy y'all saw? Well, we did. I'll tell you what, we brought our toys. We Our, our show had, we brought three toys. Okay. And, and donated. So we went with sports items. Mm. Went with a, a football. Basic. NFL football. <laughs> yeah. Went with a soccer ball and went with a, a 
a pro NBA ball. There okay. you go. So, yeah, we, we did it upright. Whoever gets our toys, I, I think they're going to be like the, 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 they're gonna be like the, the neighborhood is going to dig it. You know, they're going to say, oh, let's go play with the real NBA ball. Yeah. You nice. Yeah, let's nice. get in the drive. Yeah, was, it, was it an evolution? That's the good one right there. That's the, that's the indoor ball. I know one thing. I, I, I kind of like tried to like you know hold it myself kind uh-huh. of thing, thinking that it was like Luca, and it felt like a real NBA ball. <laughs> there you and go. So I, and then I said, "Oh, official ball." That's right. So yeah, I, you know, but yeah, we, we we were happy to contribute, but looked like there were a lot of various items, Reg. A lot of things going on, and a lot know? of them were wrapped as well. Mm. So it was a little bit tough to tough to yeah. tell. I mean, I'd imagine a ton of gloves. Bats, yeah. balls. Any, any Hot Wheels? Any Hot Wheels? Ooh, I'll tell you what, man. I wish I had my Hot Wheel collection from, like, 1971. <laughs> Gosh, I'd be a million. I what, would have to be doing radio right now. What about the Hess trucks? Yes. Yes. I've heard about these things. Dude, the Hess, the you know what they are. Yeah. The Hess trucks were badass. Yeah. Yeah. Tonka. Yeah. You guys never had Tonka yeah, toys. Yeah, we did. Tonka truck. Yeah, yeah, we Tonka. Absolutely. I'll tell you what, man. Those Tonka toys, that thing was built. Tonka yeah. with the best of them. Yeah, that was built. Those Tonkas were awesome. What do you guys have uh, coming up on the show tonight? Uh, at 720, we'll talk to one of the finest football minds in the Metroplex, Aisha Morrison of the Girls Talk, Boys Look Talk podcast. Uh, help yeah. us get ready for the Cowboys, Eagles. Oh, she'll and break it down for you. Absolutely. And uh, what was the well, there was a question I wanted to ask that I've now forgotten. Um, oh, yeah. I guess uh, let me t- throw this one out there. Uh, you guys were, I heard you guys going through like Dak's routine and we're going to go through yep. that at nine o'clock. However, we're also going to ask uh, everybody listening, how, how, what's your routine? Like, what's the thing that you, things that you have to do in order to make sure that you keep going? Cause I kind of want to get how everybody, how everybody compares to Dak Prescott and his, uh, his methodology. Well, we look forward to listening. You guys uh, have a great show, and we'll catch up with you tomorrow. Hey, thanks, fellas. Yes, sir. There they go, Reg and Blake. You can catch them 7-11 right here in your home of the World Series champion, Texas Rangers and Dallas Cowboys. Big day tomorrow on the fan. If you weren't able to come out, and even if you did and you want to keep the party rolling, go see your favorite show. Sean and RJ, the Firehouse Tour continues in Wiley tomorrow. They're going to have blue fan embroidered snow hat while supplies last. You also have free food from Texas Day Brazil and some uh, C4 energy drinks. They're going to be out in Wiley, 3200 McMillan Drive, and then KNC continues the Friday football feast with uh, Cowboys-Eagles tickets thanks to Miller Lite at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Bedford. So go on out, see Sean and RJ in the morning uh, at the Firehouse in Wiley, and then KNC at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Bedford. Thank you so much to everyone who's a part of this one. Of course, the General Gavin Dawson, uh, Brian Broaddus, Eric Chiafalo, Lucius Alexander crushing it as always back in studio, Carter Freeman and uh, Ruben out here as well. I'm Zach Walchuk. Until tomorrow, hugs and hand pounds, everybody. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.